What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Headspace Podcast. This is the show where we break down the new hip-hop projects, track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every song. Examples of the kinds of albums we talk about is the new Sarface and MF Doom project, Super What? My name is Holden Stefan Roy, and this is the album review for Sarface and MF Doom, Super What? We're going to run through it, the whole thing. Uh, before we get into it, everybody, it is currently May 7th. And as you can see over here by the release date, it is May 7th. So a little disclaimer for the future. If you are watching this and I don't know, any time in the future you have heard this project more than I and you caught all those nuances I missed. And I look forward to seeing what you correct me on in the comments and stuff for the people watching in the future. But I want to throw that out there in the self-awareness of YouTube and let y'all know I know I'm going to miss a whole bunch of stuff because I'm going to listen to it a total of like maybe we're going to actually do a double listen on the stream. We're going to play song twice because they're kind of short and i like the music a lot but prior to like this review i heard it like one time so bear with me we're just going to share the experience together people at the internet and enjoy this and, and run it through second off rest in peace mf doom i saw this album i knew i must review it today i re i really really liked the last starface mf doom project i thought it was like a mad exciting experience to watch it was, it was, it was listened to, we covered it, it like blew my mind, it was really fun. I liked the Sarface and I think it was Ghostface, Ghostface Killer Project. I became real big fans of Sarface doing the, um, the album reviews. And then uh, just to get to the point where I saw this come out, I wasn't expecting it. I just woke up and saw it existed. And I was like, that's like a, such a cool thing to like come across, to be able to come talk about. So that's a bit where we're at with it. I do like to contextualize a little bit my familiarity with the artist and preferences going into it so y'all know what's coming in. I don't I don't listen to music like yeah, like like most people. I kind of like spin albums in short abundances, talk about them, move on with my life. But when it came to Tsarface and them, I really like I really liked a lot of the sounds I heard on that Doom project, and I, I actually hearted a bunch of them tracks on Spotify and found myself really drawn to going back to them because it's just something to the energy that came forth, and I felt myself just as attracted to anything else I heard from them. And then MF Doom is magical. I don't really think I need to explain to people why MF Doom is magical, whether it's the voice, the, the overall arching world he created, the lore, everything is magical. So... The fact that these two can come together and really take that like superhero grandiosity to like all sorts of great levels was just a true treasure. So coming into this album, I'm just like, I'm going to love this and be all sorts of biased in its favor. So just take that all with a grain of salt as we get into it. Um, more on top of that, I don't have much more to say, honestly, except that I'm not excited. I like to talk about the cover a little bit. I think it's really exciting just to see that old-timey superhero comic book cover as it is really just well-designed, really just entices you. Like you almost want to have a visual accompaniment with it so that you can flip the pages yourself and like watch the album play out. And I really think that just looking at this cover, it's almost like what it's communicating to you that you're supposed to do inside of your mind. You're supposed to like fill in the blanks of what's going on, giving you a few little visual cues to play with with the various characters in the world to give you a sense of the setting. And then you can just listen to the different tracks and let your mind fucking run with it. 
and I really like it. I really like this thing. The more I get into this more story-esque style of vivid descriptiveness on all these different le levels of it, whether it's just kind of like the way samples and things get used to move a track along or just just the overall embracing characters into the superhero realm of things. It's just really beautiful and interesting for me. So I like it a lot. I also like the title of the album, Super What? It's just almost like a flex, like... I don't know, like what? And then with the super, with the superhero, it's almost like a super flex or a super what you gonna do or or at the same time, just kind of perplexing, like what? This came out of where? I, I don't know if that's the best like description, but it, it just said super what? And I'm like, that's one of those titles that just kind of loose and lets your brain wander with what it could mean in a lot of different directions, but still kind of communicates this grandiosity and intensity all at the same time but it's like innocuous words like super what that's a that's a clever like title i just think it's got such a interesting blend of like intensities with those two words like super what but then you add the question mark so it's that what you know like it adds that tone to it i think language is cool like that anyway I'm a little bit more interested in getting into listening to the music and running through the songs with you. This was just the intro bait because, you know, it's a show. We do the intros. Uh, so let's move into the first one. And for those live on Twitch, we're going to run it through twice. For those on the YouTubes, you're not going to hear the song. You're just going to see a cut, and I'm going to keep talking. Twitch.tv slash Behind That Suit. Join the live experiences. I digress. This shit is called The King and I. Yo, this is a very very you're hearing the meth or oh in the in like the the thing anyway so y'all this is like quite the start to a project it's so like on a production front just like layered with good shit to like listen to an interest um i like how it just starts off like they're just like almost like shooting the shit in like the studio uh a little bit just kind of telling stories from back in the day and if you think about even just within the idea of the comic lore of Sarface at this point, Sarface has been busy for a minute. They've got multiple projects, multiple adventures that they've already clocked and like put down. So you start this off already with like, yo, you can just picture them in like, you know, those like superhero conglomerate rooms where everybody sits around a conference table and acts like a bunch of chief executives having a chat. So you can almost picture them there deliberating as they're like, you know, reminiscing with the, and then they have their friend DMC there representing like another boss legend figure in this world, which I think is cool just to see DMC on this track. And then the production is just so stellar. Like, I don't, I just felt like every piece was like layered together, like a collage of sound that just flowed perfectly. The way the samples came through and just added charm and ambiance. Like it really feels like you're listening to the beginning of a movie or, or like one of those superhero things where it's like, you know, like you'll see the comic strips and it's all like cut scene on them little snippets of each of like maybe the protagonist or, or key characters kind of talking. But then you get that little like, introduction thing from dmc where it's like and it came to pass that the gods the superpowered beings and the extraterrestrials all came together in concert and just that idea in concert right like so you got the musical elements of it and then in concert also has that double meaning of like discussion of collaboration of communities and and, and things coming together to meet and have a great thing take place and transpire 
you know, and I just like the idea of how Tsarface, in a sense, brings like other musical entities together in general, like that really powerful thing. Almost like it's like a super group of lyricists that has like their guests come and cycle through, and it's it's really cool to see place. So, like, what is it? It's uh, Inspected Deck, I think. I should probably Google that. Um, Esoteric and Seven L are Tsarface, and then they bring in the other guests that come through and play some roles across the projects. Uh, the different adventures that go on. So I just kind of picture that. And it's like, all they want to do is save lives. And you can also double that into like, make music better or all the other different things. But it's so inventive and so interesting the way that they, they, they put it out. Like they, it's almost like they take it super seriously, but not in a way that's corny, in a way that's like really builds lore and makes you curious the way a video game series like a cyberpunk or whatever will build lore and i just thought it was really cool i just thought it's a really cool start the esoterics raps is aight um he literally drops the, the most like hilarious shit in my opinion when he goes listen all that coming soon shit stop it your project's like a topic of discussion with my girl because i know you'll never drop it and i'm like straight up bonnie has definitely got things from like 2015 that she still remembers that might like still come back and like certain topics and it's like that so if you couple that into like other people's projects and the delays and the, you know just the way people can talk about themselves and the over grandiosities i thought it was like super humorous and like if you're gonna take like shots like that be mad funny and relatable with it because people can totally relate to that bar but just it's also generalized beyond music people can just kind of all relate to it in every level because of the use of the word project Otherwise, it's flexing. He flows over it. And nothing else really like super stuck out at me at this point. But I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed listening to it. And then he passes the mic to DMC. And his like four bars to me are really stellar, right? Like just DMC in the place to be. Daryl makes comics just like Stan Lee. Uh, like Peter Parker, I live in Queens. I'm like T'Challa, I'm a king. And it's like, yo, I create worlds. I'm fucking strong. And I'm like Spider-Man. And I'm like, this is fucking cool. It's just real concise and it's on point and it pays homage to the comic influences and different things that inspire them. And it really has that correlation between hip hop and the comic book universe has been like, you know, something I've been looking into more and more over time. So I think that's super cool. And then it cuts in the doom stuff. And I'm like, that's really good. It just felt really nice to hear that. Um, it just felt really great. I don't know how else to say about it. It just kind of sampled out and it felt like, Really good production work to carry out the rest of the track. Super enjoyable. I gave this shit, honestly, like a 4.75 to 5 on 5. It's hard for me to give it like a solid grade, but I could just go listen to this over and over again. And the way the groove of the beat is just so perfect, the way everything flows is just so perfect that it makes me really want to hear the next tracks on the album. And I think that's like the main goal of an introductory song. So with that, let us go talk to the, about the next track and bump it. It's a Sarwin's theory of people getting loose. Okay. The first thing I think I should comment on is that this is like masterful production. And I don't mean production in the context of making beats. I mean the production in the context of taking all of the various elements that exist and stringing them together into an experience that is just alive and versatile and keeps your interest from like the very beginning to the end. Now, with that being said, the beat making is absolutely stellar the flip ups and the transitions and everything that goes on in this track like yo it's like what just three minutes and change honestly three minutes and 17 seconds and it feels like it could be like three songs like squished together into this alive and 
interesting experience is the right word like already i feel like they've lived up to the promise and the hype and the grandiosity of the album cover and the intro and when you get to the first song featuring the three of them it's just knock it out the park good i mean look at that intro where it's like they're taking on this role of cops or whatnot looking for dopes looking for it they just can't find it they searched everything they can't find no dope you know and in a sense it's kind of clever because when a cop says that it's like hmm the criminals got away with this shit or whatever but like in the other sense if you're thinking about trying to find dope shit to look around the whole industry they're unable to, to find what they think is cool or, or good or, or whatever i mean i always say when people say that they're talking about pop music and they ain't like delving as deep as some people can delve but like i get what they're coming from from an innovative point of view i mean sarface is one of those acts that is actually out there trying to do some innovative cool shit like for real like this song is kind of case in point like instead of just like rapping about how good they are they go and produce this masterpiece and then rap about how good they are while doing it like super fucking well um i really like inspected dex verse i feel like he just fucking flows on that shit it's really great to listen to i'm not gonna go through all the bars because frankly i feel like in a lot of ways what i really appreciated was his delivery the way he the way he said every line just was so pristine his energy was great it just fit the beat perfect but like at a, at a lyrical level it's super fucking straightforward and it just sounds super blessed i mean i really live it you just play in the part that's kind of it in a nutshell you know like he comes through and he's one of those real mcs doing the real mc thing but again the style brought forth the whole approach to the songs and everything sells it and it's fucking blessed um, it just it's just such a good verse. MF Doom's verse is fucking one of those like you gotta really like think about it and how he's just kinda like painting this obscure fucking picture like Metal Mask get harassed sage to forget the past. And it is like great. How am I supposed to like analyze this in seven seconds? Fair enough. I don't know what the fuck he's really saying in this verse at a line by line level, but at the end of it you're kinda on this thing that like what they're doing is actually kind of real dope. Like, on a better note, it's better than racketeering selling dope. You know, not obvious. It's resilient, like bending to get the soap and, you know, having to put up with the circumstances. Ali all with more eloquent description in the future, I get it. But I just really enjoyed the fact that just listening to it, on a first listen, you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? But then he paints this ambiance of how grimy and gritty and serious his shit is. And at the end of the day, it produces this quality product, you know, that is better than the illusionary factors that are put forth by others. That's the best I got from it. But I love listening to his delivery. I like the way it was engineered where it's like every line almost is cut off and, and delivered in like individual takes or at least given that effect where it just like slaps in in different levels of effects and volumes lyrically. I thought that was so fucking cool. And it just added such like like dynamicism to the verse on like a whole other level that wasn't just like a, the 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 because like you got this almost like static from an engineering perspective delivery from inspected deck and then you get like a kind of more enhanced like engineering effect styles on mf doom and then you flow into this esoteric verse where they're like fuck that full-on doubles all sorts of crazy shits going on here and yo esoteric crushes this shit 
Um, I, again, it's just flexing, grandiosity. I mean, a lot of bars, in my opinion, that don't really require me to give you the super intense breakdown. It's just beautiful flexing, really enjoyable. I found it wonderful. The guy drops a Sarah McLaughlin bar, so super great. But around that Sarah McLaughlin part is when the beat like flips up into this... I don't really know the style, but it was just intoxicating. It just made me want to fucking move and stuff. And then it's like the song isn't even done. You've already been given all of this amazing stuff. It's not even done yet. There's still the whole flexing from the production team and the beat making on the outro as they do their thing with the scratching and bringing it back into this fucking gorgeous like soundscape to leave you on an outro. Like this is how the fuck you write a song. I This is how you, you do some shit. That is not just like another underground rapper rapping his fucking rhymes. This is like, this is the shit, man. I'm going to just tell people to listen to Sarface and be like, yo, you got to be more interesting than this if you really want to compete in the bigger scale. Like, are you really dope? You know, these are the questions I ask myself as I try to evolve as a person. I hear this and I'm like, how can I be better? This is so fucking cool. This is so fucking out there. Anyway, five on five. This is a stellar fucking song. Absolutely. All right. There's still another eight to talk about. Let's go listen to Mando Calrissian. Yo, I gotta agree with that little tag thing. It is super hot. Yo, shout out 7L and Todd Spada for for the they're the Sarkis and they did the production on this project and like wow, superstars. Like I wanna make sure that everybody recognizes how much I love what they did with this project. Um so yeah, uh, this one is a more constant beat. And what's also super interesting is how short the verses are. And it's really just like, almost like they went and made this bigger full length song on the last one. There's some crazy shit going on. And then came in and dropped effectively a modern pop song in structure, but did their thing with it, which is really fucking nifty. Like, each of them does, what, eight bars? That's all we get out of them. So in total, like, the whole track is a 24, right? And then it has outro and intro bits. And, like, the whole the whole thing, honestly, is, what, like, two minutes, 17? It's a minute less than the last track, but it slaps so fucking hard. Um, so I like the beginning part, the previously on Sarface. I had to look at the genius annotation. I never watched a Mandalorian one time. Apparently, that's some Mandalorian stuff. I don't know. Uh, Mando Calrissian is a cool name. Uh, it's it's like playing off of Lando Calrissian. I'm not really that big of a Star Wars person, so I'm going to go on from there. Um, and then it's like just so innocuous. Like I ordered two tacos and they gave me three. Like, you know, like, and then you got that super hot, super hot, which reminds me of super hot fire a bit and how ridiculous the shit is and how it just lands even though it's so ridiculous. All of that was super blessed to me. Um, and then there's French, which I really enjoyed. I really like the fact that I can just read that without Google Translate. And it says, Sarface has appeared on our radar, and he's above the clouds. And I thought that was fun, that I could just interpret that. And it was cool. And the accent's fucking wonky to me. I feel it's like a, a voice-to-text in French. I don't know if they really got a French person to do it, is what I'm saying. They might have. I might just be being pretentious. It could be some French stuff, and I'm like playing it on some Quebec things, because that's a real thing, too. Anyway, each of them then just comes and does a verse. Uh, Inspector Dext starts a so It's the same order, actually, as the last track. Inspector Death, Doom, uh, Esoteric. That's nifty. Um, so they come and do their things. I feel like it's, again, kind of just grandiosely going, we are this, they are that. And that's what this is going to be. But, like, if you think about it in the context that they are Tsarface, this, like, 
hero villain thing cruising around mashing it up with other artists and, and battling it out in this comic book lore it adds like this context to just making an album where you shit talk for like 10 tracks because you're almost in like a fighter game where that's the fucking point you're like superheroes battling it out who the fuck gonna go harder with this but meanwhile they still keep it really fucking fresh and dope and they still make it really good to listen to on every level like each of them raps their verses eloquently i feel like i could just say that in every song but it was done again here inspected deck doesn't really have a whole lot of bars that are like popping out at me like yep i'm gonna quote that and go on about it but i still really love his verse and i feel like i would memorize it and just like you know spit it but like at an analytical level it's i it's just cool mf doom's verses it's it's dope i like the way he says imminent and sentiment and rhymes that whole scheme together but again it just feels like he's flexing you know he's just doing his thing like he's this you're that um and he does it with that ambiance snippet like everything he he does with his bars feels like a collage of ideas strung together and you kind of have to like fill in the gaps and do like a super at every level think about it word breakdown so i don't want to like embarrass myself but i really love the energy and the delivery and all of that good stuff it's a good verse it's yo mf tomb's delivery is like i mean y'all know it but it's just so next level like it just stands out in a way where it like we put him next to most rappers and it's like nah mf doom is special with it and i feel like the way that you hear it in this verse like it's just so pristine and like you get to that line where it's like sounds brash so imminent you can hear death and you're like that hits different you know i mean i don't know it just hits different today uh but like i'm more like astounded by it like that guy could rap phone book entries at me with no additional context and somehow tell a story i don't know how he'd do it but he would and he could well he could have pulled it up anyway i'm gonna just move on before i fucking you know trap myself esoteric is also dope i enjoy listening to his verse on a delivery front i really like the y'all use keys i use a pen to make a van go y'all new low selling 50 dollars features and i'm like that's a bad price that's good to know thank you esoteric i'm not gonna sell features at low prices uh my new low white and blue to match my sneakers and i'm like fair enough fair enough he's uh flexing in a way that i find kind of boss i enjoyed it a lot it was a good verse i really like the outro though i like the whole mask thing uh just kind of describing like it's a differentiator it makes you powerful and then it's a part of your identity it's like a big thing like even citing that wrestler who takes on the president and it goes and cashes checks in a mask and then you got to think about it like two years ago it would have been a weird concept to go cash a check with a mask on and now it's like i'm not allowed to go cash a check without a mask on and that's a very bizarre transition of society where the role of masks has pivoted so heavily uh i wonder like you know you just have to wonder like about a lot of things when you see those kinds of pivots and i feel like that's a little bit why that was put there is to kind of make you wonder a bit um this one's a 4.5 on 5 to me it's super blessed i do like the last one more but it's still like really strong it keeps the project moving and it's like the last one i feel like they busted out super heavy out the superhero lands and now the industry is just causing trouble rumbling around doing their thing so let's move on to the next track doom unto others so yo it's freaking crazy about that ad is when you go look into it you can find the retro action figure 
that was at something that's not Super 7 because when I went to Super7.com and I type in Starface and I search, nothing actually came up. I'll just, I'll just give you a little example. We're going to type in Starface and no, it's not available at Super7.com. But this one also says it's out of stock. And at that price, yo, I'm actually mad interested. I would buy your action figures, people. I don't think I'd buy your pop head bubble things, but action figures is mad cool and taps into nostalgia. And nostalgia is a powerful emotional motivator that makes me want to purchase things. I digress. That was one of my favorite parts that I track, honestly, is that when I Googled Super7.com and realized it was an actual action figure site. And I'm like, that's like the cleverest fucking shit ever if you're plugging your own fucking merch on your own album in a conceivable way. Because like, let's be real. If you're a comic book person, chances are half the reason you're doing this is to end up with toys and shit. Like, I know it's crazy, but like a lot of the comic book people I've talked to honestly create intellectual property in some like bigger desire to end up with like action figures of their own shit that people um you know funko pops are the worst my guy uh that people want to see like action figures of their own things and i'm like yo that makes sense so the fact that like when you go check it out you can land on an actual super seven starface reaction whatever cut thing like and it's a real thing that's an amazing use of a song as a skit to plug, but also it just kind of plays into the lore of flipping through a comic book. Like I said, you would see ads for like a toy like that of like the brand and the intellectual property within that, which is motherfucking awesome. This is another one of those tracks where I feel like this is how you produce a song vibes coming through it like it's almost to a point where like i don't give a fuck as much about what they're saying everything just sounds so good but then when you like tap in and look at the bars they they really solid um inspected deck is less present on this track it starts us off with doom but oh yo it starts us off with that crazy we came chant like it's like one of those sounds where like you almost feel like it would be obnoxious to hear um but it doesn't it just it just works so fucking well the more you hear it it's almost like a like the first time i heard that we came it annoyed me but via the power of repetition and changing your opinion of sounds it blessed out into this i loved it by the time it dropped later on in the song and they leveraged that and they knew what would happen on the psychology of musics and stuff um doom's verse was really great i i really enjoyed it again i don't want to go like super into trying to break down bars and being like dumb sounding but i really liked when he said villain more action triple more action triple x pornos that one made a lot of sense to me one fall through the crack coming back to get a whole loads see that ties in because it all flows through the idea of porn but also falling through the cracks people who fuck up and slip through get whole loads it could be gum bars it could be all kinds of stuff it could be drug bars because there is the overarching theme of dopeness on this project anyway it's fucking great and the layering is there and it is totally what it is but most importantly i just like listening to this man spit words to um, with amazing fucking precision in his flow and intricacy to things and he just brings it to it here then you get that fucking d-o-p-e little fucking interlude thing and it's like really here where where it's more the production carrying the song than the rappers carrying the song. That's how I really feel about a lot of his project. <clears throat> a little water. And so I just felt like it was that that's like it's almost like the interludes and skits are more interesting for me to listen to. And when they really flex out on the beat stuff at the end and all of this outro stuff, like those are like the real highlights of the songs. And the verses are good. Like they're really, really good. And that's what it's crazy that I like I 
almost feel like when you have a song where the production overpowers the lyrics in terms of awesomeness, but then you siphon through and you get these crazy flows from Esoteric and just the whole thing like that, how GG had it, it is part, that whole like end there when he does that flow, I'm like tripping. I'm like, that is just beautiful. He's just dancing on that shit. Um, and when you really get into the bars, they're just fucking great. Like he's so fire. Check his temp. I represent like Sean Kemp. Dude's paid no debt left. Both them shrimp. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but it sounds so fucking cool. And the thing is, I know I could click on this. I'm a pacer. Oh, it's a sports bar. Every fucking time it's a fucking sports bar and it's a pacer because that's a team. Thank goodness Genius is here to translate fucking sports bars for me. But anyway, it just sounds dope. And when you really dig into it, it all connects and just ends up being fire. And I really like that. But I really like the production a lot too. So I'm giving this like, yo, a five. Like when the raps deliver on the perfection parts, the delivery is perfection, the engineering is perfection, the sampling use and everything is perfection. Like what could you want more in a song? Like this is this underground, perfect golden era kind of sound to me, but like perfection. Like it's just where it transgressed into like owning exactly the hyperbolic nature of what that, that brought to the table. And I just fucking love it. Plus the ad and the ad's dope. Oh my gosh, this is too good. Anyway, let's move on to Jason and the Sargonauts. So yeah, this is a pretty solid tune. I, I mean, I'm really enthralled with this album so far. I definitely think I should state in all fairness, if you were not fucking with the first four songs, you're probably not going to fuck with the rest of the album at this point. But if you fucked with the first four songs, like it's just a treat, right? It's just like really well delivered, like, 90s styled excellently produced but doesn't sound super dated music it, it just is really great um inspector deck comes through again and i feel like i'm just not giving him any credit but like as i listen to his bars and stuff i feel like again they're very clear they're super like what they are you don't have to like go super deep trying to figure out what it is it gives off the essence that he's a boss and he's doing his shit and everyone else is fools and whatnot. But like, it's just kind of stating it real plain and simple with an excellent delivery and flow that I just really enjoy listening to over this beat. I think the combination of his voice and a beat is wonderful. He rides it in the pocket so well. I just feel zero inclination to break down any of these bars with any desire to comment on them. They just dope, but like, I, like they're not like deep, if that makes any sense. Um, and I don't think it needs to be it's like really cool because you also have mf doom on this same fucking song which is the literal opposite super deep and it takes a lot of effort to like figure out the bars so like i kind of like how they have the varying levels of depth just kind of blasted in your face almost like it's like layers of understanding and bosses in a video game to progress if you want to get the full picture um but they give it to you in a way where you can do that between the complexity anyway like to me um esoteric does a great verse um this is one where i feel like the lines are super interesting in their obviousness like legacy so solidified that you can't plank on it they've done their thing they're proper you can't touch them right which is fair like these guys have been around for a long time making esteem music in the underground that people fuck with them all heavy right so facts your only guns in your burner account bank on it um and that's an interesting line fair enough uh i don't fully get it but i know what a burner account is you know other shit temporaries bank on it because you know you, you can trust on that whatever you're talking about killing snitches in one bar you call your man a shooter now he can barely come far and i'm like that's a that's a freaking interesting line like if you literally call your man's a shooter 
then it's like people are just going to look at the people around you and be like, but they're shooters. And that's an interesting point that I never even considered as people say that. So I was like, well, esoteric, you made me consider something I hadn't thought about. Um, anyway, claiming you moving the bricks with killers and goons in your clicks, but I saw you grooving in Lululemon and Zumba with chicks. And that's okay, but don't tell me you locked in with the Glock and both socks when you barely in hot spin. And that's a fair point, too. Because if you are doing Zumbas with ladies, which, you know, it's probably a really smart place to go to meet girls. Um, but, like, in general, if you are there, you're probably not in a position where you can be, like, dressed in, in, in a way that allows for, I guess, the Glocks is what he's saying. So I think it's it's super fascinating that he's like, when I look at the real life versus the rhymes, it bothers me that there's a juxtaposition and uses such tangible examples, right? That like, it, it makes it less like, oh, I'm so petty and jealous and more like, mm, I wish you wouldn't do this. Here's some educational capacity and how you can improve your tactics because this cognitive dissonance bothers me. Um, and I really like it. I like the interlude thing. Dooms verse is fucking hard. Um, like, I just feel like he spits his shit and it's really, like, got this energy. Like, snatch the bag like the Grinch dag it's a cinch. So when he comes through and gets that money or whatever, it's proper. And snag with the burner and ain't seen your man since. Kind of, like, takes out people, does what he does. Irrelevant to tag if the swag is past tense. And I'm like, that's a cool, like, idea. Because I guess it's stating that if you're not up to date with the styles and the trends, then it doesn't really matter if you're good to this shit. If you're not paying attention to it or whatever, you're kind of, like, following others. And, and you're behind because you're not innovative with it. That's what I took from that. It was fucking dope. And karma swing backwards and drag. You can't flinch. And it's like you get caught up in your actions. All that to say, like, yo, it's easy for me to come through and be authentic and grab that shit. And I'm like, that's fucking fresh. And it goes on from there. And it really adds like this cohesive, beautiful doom delivery. We're back on that like multiple effect layer switch up kind of punch in feel to it. And I really enjoy it a lot. His verse just rides the beat. I feel like the beat's super constant. But it's one of those grooves that you just kind of get lost in. So it's dope. And then Del the Funky Homo Sapien comes with this like super out there fucking verse that kind of alludes that like, I guess Donald Trump's kind of bad. Like... Like, okay, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is brilliant or not. But when he goes on crutches, push down that ramp that descended, point at the west, commencing with the speech, it's no handrail, very long, very steep, and maybe slippery, but I mop accordingly. I kind of like that because it's like the satirical nature of long-windedness that politicians would use in the way they talk. Like, he basically says fucking nothing, but he reacts accordingly. And I'm like, so I guess it's cool. But at the same time, it's just like getting to the point with it. It's one of those ones where I don't know if I really like it or not, but I like the concept behind it. But I was like, man, this annoys me like when I listen to politicians talk. Then I'm like, well, I guess that's the point. So it's like, I, I mean, sometimes people do things so well that like it ends up not being my favorite, but I really respect and admire it. And who knows? Maybe in like three days, I have stopped overthinking it and I'm just like fucking with it. But I can tell you that the more I listen to it a lot, I really enjoyed it more and more. So as an example, when you get to the idea of holding a mass rally inside slash mass bludgeoned right on the peak of a sudden spike, it kind of alludes to the right wing sensationalism and the way culture is taking a hit in inside of a country that is not well in my country too so like you kind of get this allusions to what's happened is the ramifications of certain political ideologies brought to light so i think it's pretty cool i think it's really cool that he did that i just like that beginning part was kind of like vapid but then he like ties it in really well so 
I really enjoy the verse, but it might take me a few more listens to fully enjoy the verse, just on some overthinking shit. On that note, I really appreciated this song too. I'm going to give it a four and a half on five. I don't like it as much as the ones I was calling fives, but I still think it's fucking stellar and well-delivered and everything cool that is in there. And listen, if I fuck up on my like breakdowns and stuff, I totally appreciate your corrections in the comments. This is, again, day one the album came out in case you jumped ahead or whatever. So with all that, let's break in the action. That is a good song. That was a really fun song too. That one was like we're back in that like five on five range. Like, like it's just the sound is so good to listen to. The beat is just so well put together. The production and the elements is so good. The fucking the fucking method man, I don't know if it's sample or not, but like the method man, just the way he's used as the hook sounds so fucking proper. And his voice is another one of those that dude can just read names out the phone book and I'm fucking fucking with it type thing. Cause it's just so good on the delivery. And they I don't know. It starts off with Doom just being Doom again. I really, really like this this beginning part. Like, soul surviving, Doom so conniving, never stop driving. They pussy like a hireman. And I'm like, I guess that's fair. That's like, a, a, I guess, an untouched pussy is the point. So, therefore, like, even softer are not as, like, I, it's an interesting flex on it, right? Like, I never really... Like, it's like adding an extra layer to the concept of they pussy. Uh, don't let him sit behind you when you're driving. And I'm like, hmm, we're back on that driving shit. So first you have to keep driving, but then you can't let the people sit behind you when you're driving because they weaken shit and he's kind of conniving. So he understands a conniving mind. So how to navigate in this world. And that means that if you let people kind of follow you, you're going to get backstabbed or have some issues with that shit. Might even think you're talking about them when you're rhyming. So now you have to have that element is you're doing your success and you're doing your thing. And people just start attributing your vocals to them on some, they're just behind you. So they kind of haterisms and jealous. And like, I was like, that's, that's fucking great. And, you know, ought to keep his tooly in aligning. And then it's like, I don't know. I guess that's like make your shit more obvious or hidden. I don't really get it. That's fine. That's where I like lost it. But that beginning part was like mad clear to me. So I was like, that was so fun. I really enjoyed the way he did it. I really like the way he puts things together and you have to kind of connect the dots yourself again. Like I can just say that over and over because MFDM just consistently has done this. Well, his whole career, not just this project, but it's it's really blessed. Um, You get the chorus and it's like fucking dope. And like I said, then Sar, uh, Esoteric does the next part. And then people saying SAR like ASMR is, is a great line. I actually was trying, I went down an ASMR rabbit hole because I was trying to feel tingles. I was like, the fuck does feel tingles mean? I felt tingles. I'm like, okay, I get this ASMR shit. Yo, this tingles is like nifty. I don't know if y'all feel tingles with your ASMR. You can let me know. But I really like that because in a sense, I get where he's coming from. This pleasing, intoxicating, encompassing feeling where you can get lost in the sounds and just kind of let it coast. Sar is actually kind of like ASMR in a weird sense. I get to the same kind of last feeling with it. And it's weird that like I totally relate to that bar. Um, the Coke Rush on repeat. Now we rock the Casbah. I like that one a lot too. How he just flows through. They're really good. It's just really great. Like... Um, it's just really great bars. They don't really require a lot of breakdown. Um, I was at first confused by I remotely care about you, even if we in a Zoom meeting, because like, do you really care about the people you're in Zoom meetings with? Like, sure, families and stuff, but like most people, like, come on, we in a Zoom meeting, we're doing some shit, you know, it is what it is. Half the time I'm in a Zoom meeting. Well, I mean, I like the people like when I raps with them and shit, but like, 
it's not like being in a Zoom meeting is going to... Then I realized remotely care. And I'm like, oh, right, because Zoom's remote. And I'm like, eh, I guess. It is what it is. See, I, sometimes I don't like to think about bars. I just like to just let it listen, let it be, and not get lost in weird tangents in my mind that serve no practical value. And then if it like connects with me, it does. If it does not connect with me, it does not. Now, while the rest of the inspected deck verses, I felt like, okay... I wasn't like fully resonating with what he was saying. This one was my favorite. It's really cool. Um, I kind of liked even from the beginning. Last name Lannister, call me a Kingslayer. I do no Game of Thrones. I like the bar. But it was really when he did like the fucking Beanie Man shout out. And then kind of like, I really liked that part. I really liked that a lot. Um, and then, you know, because like, uh, I just feel like who got the keys to Bob Beamer is what you just hear when you hear the Gildim Sugar. So then he does the get him under pressure no gas word to Tesla. I feel like it connects to the girls dim sugar bar in like a, a bit of a of ethereal way. And I really like that a lot. Um I like the Bojack Horseman bar because that show is amazing. And overall it's just a great verse. The beat's fucking constant. Um and I really enjoy it. And it kinda like I like the fact that in the outro it's almost like being self-aware that they're kind of just do the same thing over and over again and it's super fucking dope so they they say it with that like i don't know it's it's basically it's constant 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 stuff a the release schedule is ridiculous eh? Like, i don't know if you really like paid attention to it but they've been like at least an album a year for like five or six years just constant releases um all of this quality everything i've heard about starface is this good so um i would argue starface is one of my favorite uh groups of today i just never think about them i should probably bring them up more because they are consistently blowing it out the park and then i just don't think about it a lot after and that's that's a big mistake on my end this one's uh i'll give it a 4.75 i like it let's talk about a name to the face yo this is hilarious this is like they just went and combed the internet for a bunch of people like me talking about them or the interviews and stuff and just put this shit together to it's like okay in the first part it's like honestly like kind of bigging them all up and then on the other half of it it's just like almost goofballs just fucking it up it's almost like as they were combing for like dope shit they just found like so much goofy ass shit that they had to like put both of it together like the caesar face bit or this different stuff and i think it's just such a cool musical montage like you you get all of these like this is a lot more for the productions to shine to to shine a bit, and uh, Sarkis does a wonderful job with that. Um, I feel like just overall the scratching and the beat and the overall flow of it is just again really like intoxicatingly easy to listen to, and it's almost like a little bit of a commentary on like what it is to like just listen to this bunch of people talking about you, just talking about you as like i'm in the full awareness of that i am talking about them kind of commenting on people talking about them and uh i just find it really cool like on a poetic front i find like it's just interesting to listen to it's it's hilarious it's also like it also just like shows how little like people give a shit you know like it's one thing to be like fucking up the name here and there but like that whole second half just feels like people who do not want to be there or don't give a fuck or are goofing on it you know like 
versus the first part is just all of these people that like really sincerely are fucking with it and are super into it and i guess it's just that's what it is when you're out there in the world you have both of these things happen to you at the exact same time when you're trying to make a difference and you're trying to do something or whatever half of the people are going to be like yo it's really mad cool and it's mad interesting and then a bunch of people are going to laugh at you like it's cool that they like went so deep with it that they would be <clears throat> replacing their name to Sarkis, you know like that they really doubled down and tripled down on this lore thing but then like i could see too how a lot of other people like the radio announcers kind of laughing at it at the end like it's just a funny joke to other people and i suppose this interesting way to make a commentary because it, it's not like them talking it's just people talking about them in a really clever way in in like the 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 way that like honestly you would picture a doom skit or one of these other kind of put together pieces this is brilliant this is like a five on five this is one of my favorite things on this project i'm not even lying it's one of the best ones um all right let's move on to this is a canon now so this song I believe is uh, a great use of what we call schemes where the rhyme schemes all follow superhero bars. I mean, it's basically esoteric in the Sarkis of 7L and esoteric doing their thing, a little solo track here. And it's super enjoyable. It's just like running through a bunch of intellectual properties that like I find fun to think about. And it's like clever shit, you know, like a bottom line, I'm only human, that's the deal. I want powers, but I'm not a superhero, so I steal. That's an interesting way to almost contextualize how a lot of people feel as they try to elevate their stature in life because in a lot of ways, money gives you superpowers and stuff. So it's a fascinating look at that, but also the power that you get out of stealing and robbing. And when you take it, it empowers you in a, in a deeper sense. So it's super cool. And then it just gets like into fucking puns, man. Like jacked Iron Man for his suit and left him stark naked because it's Tony Stark and it's Iron Man. It's funny to me. See, I'm a kleptomaniac. I'm proud to rock a fest. I got sticky fingers like when you steal shit. Like Spider-Man, so I don't rest because Spider-Man, he's got... You don't need me to do this. The whole song is this, okay? Like, And it's really fucking great. I really, really liked it. I really liked the fucking Batman one where it's like, who's your favorite superhero? And then the kid's like, Batman, why? Because I'd be out in Gotham, I'd be robbing him and robbing Robin. And I'm just like, that's funny. He's just robbing all the superheroes. That's funny. Like, there's just something hilarious to the idea of him being, like, so interested in, like, gaining superhero powers that he robs at them all. And it's great. And I've never heard a song like that, like, like took that on. And he delivers it. He delivers it really well. Like, he robbed Daredevil's ass blind because Daredevil's blind. It's funny. It's clever to me. It's not, like, super amazing, but, like, it's also, sorry, super amazing is not the right way to put it. I'm not a thousand percent like down to release into tracks that kind of follow this level of rhyme schemes over and over again on a preference front is what I was trying to convey. But within the realms of these kind of song is super fucking incredibly done. And I believe it's the only song so far on this project that really relies so heavily on a particular scheme like this. So it's also a good way to break up uh the album by adding something fresh and different into it and a lot of people do really like this even if i feel how i feel about it this is a straight up four and a half on five to me it's a really amazing well put together song with a great beat and all that other good stuff let's move on 
Tis so strange. Yeah, I hope one of you watching this can tell me what, what they said in Morse code at the end in the beeping. That would be my bless, because I'm not really a Morse code person. As in, like, yo, I'm not going to do that. But I know some of y'all might actually, like, be good at that. So, be my bless to put that. I'll pin that comment if you, like, leave what they break in the, the Morse code in the future. I like this one a lot. I might be wrong, but I feel like Doom is kind of painting this picture of like the mind state of growing up in like new york and whatnot and just the kind of corrupt context that was surround them like like to, you end up being a paranormal weirdo zero care hero tinfoil hat to the back or side de niro so it's like right away people are like skeptical of shit and if you think about the way the tinfoil people talk about the government and the corruption and all the different things it kind of paints like a picture you know simple figures caused the spirit so cerebral dancing like Knievel scared money feeble so it's like everyone's trying to get rich pushing things everyone's a daredevil everyone's out there uh kind of doing this crazy grandiose level of living and and big stuff by all means by any means type things and I think it's really like painting this really interesting picture grew up here remaining weird dancing around with evil when the cast was spelled within the atmosphere of your people so that's like a commentary on the hood and the dynamics of how you know the government interfered with that environment and made a whole bunch of stuff and i feel like he goes on there and really like drills that home like high degree and dirty deeds take place in foreign caves more action the boring rage of all thugs than all the aids you know like so it's almost like direct all the media attention to what's happening overseas rather than looking at because uh, in the 80s keep in mind they were doing another like afghan war or whatever right it wasn't just like now that they do it like they were doing it then like charlie wilson's war is all about that stuff it's super fascinating but like so you use like this kind of stuff to distract the population away from stuff than like how aids is maybe spreading rampant because of interference and lack of education and a bunch of other things I really like this verse a lot. And then even down to Naughty Ways with Uhura on the Enterprise. I'm like, interesting. Um, interesting line, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a commentary on how even when the black lady is put in a position of power of some kind, she's still just an object to be, like, used and objectified. You know, like, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpackage in that one. It was a really cool fucking verse. Meanwhile, it's just riding over this beat, and everything does feel strange. And then God forbid comes through and just adds this, like, ethereal weird out there singing voice which i felt really cool and i appreciated it and added like an ambiance to this song um and then i feel like esoteric plays off of what doom did with that context and just kind of describes like how young people are when they start going down certain paths and end up in situations where the environment that is around them that is manufactured and created by others kind of pushes them into lifestyles that are then criticized ridiculed and judged by others without understanding um but so it's it's just such an interesting song where i feel like maybe isn't like the most super obvious at first what's like happening there and i might be wrong with it but you look at just what he's saying like her son is acting like he and himself he's making neighbors brains melt and hanging them with chains and belts and then flows on by like the how at the age of 12 he's getting kind of more ingratiated into this world and it's almost like magic it's almost like this crazy situation but then we we kind of get to that idealistic be realistic this kid's a creep part it almost feels like that's like society commenting on it and then he's gifted and unique and the mask is popping but it's like maybe now we're talking about 
them as artists trying to flourish inside of this world i don't know it's really interesting i feel like i've moved past knowing into speculating land so i'll cut myself off but like y'all let me know what you think in the comments too and if you always feel free to break down some shits so i always read them um i like this one a lot i'm gonna give it a 4.5 on 5 that leaves us with one last track to listen to together before we wrap up and move on with our lives let us discuss young world i don't know about y'all but this is just not at all how i was expecting this project to end i'm not still sitting here going i mean like yo listen i'll all respect to esoteric like this is a really cool song and its purpose is really cool and i love the fact that they included it but like what i mean it's not like i guess that left field because they did do the transition to this topic with the last song but it still feels like esoteric is like a dad talking to like all the kids in the world out of like no breaking the fourth wall all of it like i don't know i'm not like for or against this it was just i'm not used to it yet i feel like it's just such a hard a hard shift on this album in tone and everything and then you're here as esoterics talking about kids getting high and getting drunk too early and like young girls stay home and worry about your kids and get an education and take care of your life and stuff which is cool that like we're putting the positive like behavior role model things into the world and whatnot i feel like his second verse is a little more doper um like he's talking to his son and like he's kind of pointing out how materialism was like super fucking big when he was young and he was influenced by this and it wasn't like the great thing so instead you should be like kind of respectful to women and take care of people and like treat people right and like this is how you get a girl and like all this really important stuff and hate and racism's pointless and all this other crap and i i think it's really good i'm just like i just still am left with this like this song just comes out of nowhere on this project and i'm hit with this heavy transition and the thing is is i don't i don't really like the hook the chorus a lot i feel like the chorus is kind of okay the verses are really good but the chorus just kind of runs a lot like it's trying to drill it in like i'm getting a bit of a lecture from esoteric about like behaving different but it's not even me he's talking to and um i get it like it's all fine and good but this is my feelings as i heard the track there and it's like a shame because i feel like i'm enamored with this project and then i get like a lecture from dad at the end and i guess that's okay but i'm in my 30s and i don't really want a lecture from dad often so it kind of hit me like that but it's sweet it's cool it's to his kid i get all the things objectively it's like a 4.25 like to me it's the weakest track on the project on like all levels of like looking at it the beat's really good but even the beat's just kind of like a nice loop that comes through and i don't know it hit me the way it did and i feel like it's such a downer to have to like feel this way on the last track at the very end of such an amazing ride but sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles and you may watching this be like yo you're bugging i feel completely different and i respect that um so with that i'm gonna move on to the little wrap-up part at the end of this so i really like this album a lot like it's straight up like a 4.6 or 7 on 5 or something like it's like beyond it's like a fucking modern classic it is short though it's like 26 minutes or something so like let's be real it's not like 
the same kind of classic as man's dropping a 60 minute epic you know like it's like a ep tiered kind of classic and i really like it a lot i think it has great versatility i think it has a lot of different styles of structures of songs i feel like the beats are all over the productions are dope the advertisement in the middle is great the use of everything i think the sarkis really are the superstars of this project so shout out um 7l and the other dude um Sarface and MF Doom do crush it. Otherwise, like with regards like uh, esoteric and inspected deck do their thing. Inspected deck flows like a motherfucker. His bars are what they are. I like that one track. Esoteric crushes it with concepts, and MF Doom just does the MF Doom thing so beautifully. I feel like if you're into this and you like the sound, you're gonna love this project. This is a really stellar thing, and it's also like further proof that in 2021 hip-hop is alive thriving proper and still doing fresh shit so like people gotta stop saying that it's dead and not really existing no more um that's that's where i'm at with this one so y'all thank y'all for watching those that watch live that's my bless i appreciate y'all for real those that are watching in the future y'all are great too feel free to subscribe and like and leave a comment telling me how you feel correcting me all the other stuffs um anyhow uh, all of that's real good. Uh, definitely special thanks to the patrons Ismail Kadamsi, Chris Pata, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Scribble, to dope the support what we do. If you want to support we, we, what we do, patreon.com slash behind that suit. And uh, yo, since we basically done over here on the Twitch, we're going to go ahead and start the, the raid part and live long and prosper, everyone.